And hello everybody, this is Rich Sports Talk and I'm your host Nolan Ridge and we have another mock draft on order for today. Great to have you guys in. I'm going to go right into it and you guys know I'm a New York Jets fan and you know I love these mock drafts. I also have my second New York Giants mock draft out this week. Go check that out. I will tell you where you can check all these out after the episode is over, but we're going to go right into it. And here's a key thing I look for in the mock draft because I think some people might disagree with the picks I'm going to make, but I'm going to preface this by saying when I look at a mock draft, not only looking at team needs, I'm looking at what prospects teams have looked at, what team, what prospects have been confirmed to have visited and have private workouts and interviews at the combine. Because to me, that shows a lot of interest. It doesn't mean everything, but it does show a lot of interest from those potential teams. But more importantly, especially for this New York Jets ones, I look for tendencies. Everyone has a tendency, every organization. And for the New York Jets and Mike McCagnan, we've had enough drafts where we have his tendencies, I believe, down. And that's why I see you're going to get this reflected a lot in this mock draft. It starts off with my first pick at number three. And the reason the Jets stay at three is I don't think there's going to be a team that trades up. I think in order for the Jets to trade this pick, you're going to have to get blown away with multiple first-round picks. But I don't see anyone doing that for Dwayne Haskins. And the problem with the Jets is I know they're looking for a second-round pick, but you're going to probably have to trade out of the top ten. And unless you get a bunch of picks, the only team that kind of makes sense is the Giants. But I don't think they're trading 6-17 and 17 to move up. So for the Jets, I have them staying at number three. And Mike McCagnan is Mike McCagnan. He takes Quinnen Williams, the defensive tackle out of Alabama. Now, everybody is saying they should go with Josh Allen. And I agree. Personally, I love Josh Allen. I think he is one of the best prospects in this draft. I actually think I would take him in this spot. And he fits the need for an outside edge rusher. And if the Jets take him, I will not be upset. But here's the thing with Quinnen Williams. Everyone you talk to around the draft says he's the best player overall prospect in the draft even better than Nick Bosa in terms of how versatile he is and how dominant of a player he can be and what has Mike McCagnan proven he takes the best player available in the first round when he has done that it has worked out when he's tried to fit need it hasn't worked out think about it the one year they kind of went for a need was when they drafted Darren Lee in the first round and there's a chance he won't be on the roster next year the other two times was Jamal Adams and Leonard Williams especially the Leonard Williams draft there was a can't chance that they didn't need Leonard Williams. Look, they had Muhammad Wilkerson, they had Sheldon Richardson, but they still went with the best player on the board. So that's why I think you're going to see them go here. And here's another factor no one's talking about with Quinn and Williams. There have been reports that the Jets aren't fully into Leonard Williams, and I believe that. I've heard rumors out of that building that they are not fully bought into him, and they're a little bit disappointed that he hasn't become a dominant defensive end. Look, he's been a very good defensive end. But when you're the sixth pick in that draft and when you're considered the best defensive prospect in that draft, I think that they also don't want to pay him. I mean, you look what happened when they paid Muhammad Wilkerson. That was a disaster. They moved on from Sheldon Richardson. Sheldon Richardson, to his credit, has still been a very good defensive lineman, but he isn't deserving of being one of the top-played defensive linemen in the league. I think the Jets are falling into a situation where, and this might shock you, and I wouldn't be shocked to see this if they went with Williams, could they maybe look to move Leonard Williams to get a second-round pick? It's certainly possible. I don't think they want to give him a long contract, fully invest him in Williams, give him a backup plan. And don't forget, they have Henry Anderson locked up now for three years, $25 million. So it's not like if they lose Leonard Williams, it's the worst thing in the world. I think this vets them a little bit. But I think Mike McCagney, look, he's going to go get the best player. 
and I think Greg Williams will make it work. I think this is a kid that can be a dominant defensive lineman. They've worked him out. They've worked out Allen, too. And look, I really like Allen. I think most Jet fans want that edge pass rusher, but this is the situation. I think Williams can still be a dominant interior defensive lineman. Could he potentially be a double-digit sack guy? Yes. But we've seen with Mike McCagnin, and this is the other factor I'm factoring in. I think that there's enough edge rushers later in this draft that they might take a chance on. So for me, I think that with McCagnin, he also might try to trade a late-round pick like he did for Henry Anderson last year. That could definitely be a possibility. But overall, I think he's going to pick the best player available. And look, I don't think there is a big difference between Allen and Williams personally. I think if there is a gap, it's very short. But I do think we've seen the Jets go this route before, get the best player available. So that's why I have them drafting Quinn and Williams at the third overall pick. Now we go to round three. And at the beginning of this round, I have them picking Amani Oru Oruwari. A I can never say the last name right. Amani Oruwari, the cornerback from Penn State. And look, it's hard to find corners that are six-two and four-five guys. To me, this is a guy that's going to fit well. The Jets have already had a private workout. I think he'll be here in round three. I think you're going to see a Russian offensive lineman in the second round of my mock. Look, and he fits what the Jets want to do. He's a great press corner. Now he has struggled getting beat down the field. He struggled a little bit in zone coverage, but this is a guy, he's a very good press, and that's what Greg Williams wants to do, man-to-man -man press coverage. I think that is a what they're looking for, and look, it's hard to find 6'2 corners that, are, that can run a 4-5. I think this is a multiple player in the third round that can start right away. Jets need help at the cornerback position, the game at the high end. Look, multiple picks and pass breakups at Penn State, very smart kid. I think this is a solid pick and could be a day-one starter. Round three, pick 30, I have them getting Ellington Jenkins, the center of Mississippi State. I think you're going to see centers go in this draft, but we've seen before that centers, they kind of get lost in the shuffle. Everyone's looking at offensive tackles and guards. Um, I think that he's the third best player on the board in terms of the center position. I think he falls all the way to the Jets here, and I think he has the potential to start. Look, they need to protect Sam Darnold. This is a guy that could want another third-round pick. You can plug in, probably start from day one. I think he's a very good anchor. You know, he's not the best lateral agility, but I do think he's got the size to play that position. There's been a gaping hole at center since Nick Mangold retired. And look, you're looking at he's having a pro bull guard on his left, and he has Brian Winters, a cable star on his right. They're going to help pick up the slack and make that transition a lot easier. Speaking of tendencies, the Jets love to trade back, especially in the later rounds to get multiple picks. And in this draft, when they're coming in with only a handful of picks, I see them doing it. So they have the fourth, I mean the third pick in the fourth round. And I have them making a trade with the Cleveland Browns for two fifth round picks, the 144 and 170th picks. I think this is good value. The Browns can move up and potentially get a guy that falls out around three, while the Jets accumulate more draft picks and get back into the fifth round where they don't have a pick. So then they have two fives, a six, and a seven. So moving to the round five pick of 144, I have them going back to Penn State. Sharif Miller, the edge rusher from Penn State, another guy from Penn State and another guy the Jets have worked it out. Look, he has been consistent. Over 30 starts for the Nittany Lions, was a co-defensive player of the year for the Nittany Lions, seven and a half sacks last year, started over 30 games. Look, he has a great mower. This is a guy I could see being a starter. He's got good edge speed. He's not one of those real burners. He runs a 4.740, but I do think he's a little bit raw. But you look at the size, you look at the speed, and you look at the productivity, the motor, and the ability to stay on the field, I think this is a multiple guy who you can potentially start later in the season and maybe use as a role edge rusher. Round 5, pick 170, I've been going with Foster Moreau, the tight end from LSU. 
Uh, I understand they brought Tomlinson back and Herndon is the pass-catching tight end, but they need a run blocker. And right now I don't see the Jets with the amount of picks they have really upgrading the offensive line at left tackle or right tackle. So what you can do is help give pass protection with a tight end. I think Moreau is a very good run blocker. And this is a very good tight end class. It's a very sexy one for the pass-catching tight ends. And look, Moreau only 22 catches last year, but he's a good complement. He's got the athleticism of 4-6-6-40. And I, I really like his upside. I think he can develop into a decent pass catcher. I'm not saying he's going to be an explosive tight end, but he could be a good second option that works off of Herndon, a guy who can move around, put him in the fullback position in the backfield, chip block out of the backfield, and also provide pass protection. Look, when you're trying to run the ball with Le'Veon Bell, be a good guy. He could line up in the slot, could chip down and block inside, opening up an outside running lane for Le'Veon Bell. So it adds tight end depth, but more importantly, it gives the Jets a blocking tight end to work with Herndon. Now the round six, 196, the trade from the Raiders earlier, I have them going with Will Harris, the safety out of Boston College. Look, I really like Harris. He's another guy that they've met with. They need depth, they need backups at this position. And look, Marcus May missed six games last year. You need a guy that can rotate into the safety position. And look, I, I'm not sure how healthy May is gonna be coming in the season. Can he play 16 games? But you also need a versatile third safety in the sub packages and someone that can move around. I mean, this is a guy that was a defensive leader on the field. He could do everything. He's one of those safeties that, you know, he probably won't be an everyday starter, but he can do a little bit of everything, pass coverage, run support. So he's a nice versatile piece that you can get in the sixth round. Now, round seven, I have the Jets trading back. Again, a third pick in the beginning of the seventh round, trading for the Bills for 225 and 228 to get an additional two picks at pick 225 of the game Malik Carney the edge rusher from North Carolina look you can never have enough pass rush in the NFL we know this Carney could be a nice pass rusher for the Jets uh, and another reason I think you're going to see him go twice here is Jordan Jenkins uh, you look at Jenkins is going to be 26 at the end of next season a free agent and if he has a big year next year and especially with Greg Williams, I mean, this is a guy that ate sacks last year. If he gets double-digit sacks, he's going to command a big payday on the open market. Could cost a lot of money. A team could really jump in and steal him from the Jets. And look, I think that Carney is a good role rusher. I mean, this is a guy who averaged .81 sacks per game. That's really good at the college level. Now, look, I think his value will drop because he was spending for the first four games for selling signed shoes. But I think this could get, to me, he projects as a 5 or 6. They can get him here in the 7th. Another edge rusher, a guy can maybe even put down in 4-3 sub packages with his hand in the dirt as a 4-3 end. But once again, a versatile guy that the Jets can put on that defense and give Greg Williams another working piece. And finally, at 228, now I'm also going to do a priority free agent to keep an eye on. But before we get to that, the last pick, 228, Jalen Hurd, the wide receiver running back from Baylor. Now, Hurd is very intriguing. The Jets have also had him in for the workout. If you remember, he was a five-star running back recruit, then went to Baylor, become a wide receiver, actually has really trimmed up his weight, has really changed his body type to become a wide receiver. Now, he has great athleticism on tape, but the problem is he's a very raw prospect. Didn't have a great route tree. Doesn't have a lot of different routes he can run. Needs to improve his ball-catching ability. And I have him falling here all the way to the seventh round. People are going to say, well, wait, Hurd is an intriguing prospect. I think he's going to fall a lot because there's a lot of red flags. This is another guy who's a decent athlete, doesn't really have a position, has the red flag issues from off the field before Baylor, and he did not have a good pro day. Now, according to multiple reports that I've looked into, he ran a 4.740. 
I want to remind you, I said there was an outside linebacker really like that ran a 4-7. That's not great for a wide receiver. Look, he's a good athlete. I think the Jets can take a shot on him. They already have a versatile running backs with Le'Veon Bell and Ty Montgomery, but could he add maybe running back depth? Could he add receiver depth? And could he be a potential guy that maybe he's one of those 53 guys that you don't really have a position, but you can move him around, maybe give him a couple snaps at receiver? Could he be a kick returner for this team? Could he be a punt returner? Could he be a special teams gunner? I mean, there's a lot of different things you can do, and I think you take a chance on him, see if he can come to camp. Maybe he's a better athlete on the field than when he showed at the pro day, but it's a good opportunity to invest in him. And then finally, my priority free agent to look for in the priority free agent period, TJ Linta, the quarterback from Wagner. Now, for those of you who don't know, I did an interview with him on the podcast. You can check that out. But uh, talking to TJ and talking around the league, he's gotten a lot of interest from the New York Jets. And look, it makes sense. They only have a bat one backup. I think Linda could be a practice squad player, maybe the third string quarterback on this team. Got the highest score on the Wonder League, six foot four, about 235 to 240 pounds, built physically, great arm. Underrated prospect because he's coming from the D1 AA level, played at Wagner last year, new school playing as a redshirt senior, played at Brown previously. A lot of teams have been buzzing around him. He could even get drafted in the later rounds, but if he's staying there as a priority free agent, I think the Jets should jump all over him. But that's going to do it for this episode of Rich Sports Talk. Thank you so much for joining us here. Remember, you can always check us out Spotify, SoundCloud, TuneIn, Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, and of course on YouTube. We're going to have one more mock draft before the final draft uh, next Thursday. It's going to be a lot of fun. Going to have more picks for the New York Jets. Check out my New York Giants draft as well. But until next time, I'm your host, Nolan Rich, and this is Rich Sports Talk. <laughs>